Holy God, to whom all praise is due, I stand in awe of you. And a scripture that um, you all know as I stand before you today, and standing is a good word. <laughs> I've not been always able to stand. How lovely on the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, good news, announcing peace, proclaiming news of happiness. Our God reigns. Don't forget that. Our God reigns. So to the glory of God, I'm going to share some things that God has brought me through. Now, to speak them out, some would think I'm giving attention to our enemy, but that's not true. Because I'm more than a conqueror, and so are you. And I've come through this because of God, because of his word, because of his power. And so... I've been through three pulmonary embolisms, which is a blood clot that goes to your lung. Usually people do not live through the first one. Um, I was given too much blood thinner, and I almost bled to death. I was very close to death. But God. I faced cancer three times. And here I am. Melanoma in my foot. Right now I've been given that third, um, what do you call that? Diagnosis. But I'm standing before you because I know my God is healing me. In this winter, this past winter, I fell into the street smashed my face into the pavement and severely bruised my ribs on my right side and my liver. God brought me through it. I'm here today. And the one thing that's so beautiful is when he brings you through something, you know what? The devil can't do anything about it. It's victory. It's victory every single time. Think about that, you guys. Think about what you've been through. Those are victories. I have a few scars to show that <laughs> from the battle. And the enemy doesn't like me standing up here speaking either. But <laughs> just punch him. Okay, I want to share with you Psalm 103.3. Not all of it, but parts of it. With my whole heart, with my whole life, and with my innermost being, I bow in wonder and love before you, the holy God. Yahweh, you are my soul's celebration. How could I ever forget the miracles of kindness you've done for me? You kissed my heart with forgiveness in spite of all that I've done. You've healed me inside and out from every disease. You've rescued me from hell and saved my life. 
You've crowned me with love and mercy. You satisfy my every desire with good things. You've supercharged my life so that I soar again, like a flying eagle in the sky. You're a God who makes things right, giving justice to the defenseless. And your love is like a flooding river, overflowing its banks with kindness. You didn't look at us only to find our faults. Thank you for your love, Lord. Think about that. We are a wellspring of water, and he wants to flow out of us the love of God. That's the key in this whole time. In the love of God is every good thing. And he wants to flow out of us. Could you imagine the river that could flow out of this church? It would touch the nations of the world. It's been doing it for years, but there's a real tsunami coming. <laughs> In verse 17 it says, But Lord, your endless love stretches from one eternity to the other, unbroken, unrelenting, towards those who fear you and those who bow face down in awe before you. Your faithfulness to keep every gracious promise you've made passes from parents to children to grandchildren and beyond. You are faithful to all those who follow your ways and keep your word. He has brought me through every time. A word that I have lived with for so many years, it's one of my favorites. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All things, not some things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Thank you, Tim and Kathy and your team for Waymaker. I'll tell you, that was down here, and I just had to stand and worship him because he never stops working, even when we can't see it. So I just want to share quickly provision. This is what some of what God has done in my life. A bag of groceries on the doorstep when all we had left was popcorn and saltine crackers. <laughs> I went without a car for a year, and God moved on a couple that was in this church at that time. And they blessed me with a beautiful van. I'll never forget it. We went to purchase it, and I literally had four cents in my purse. And the van was out of gas <laughs> after driving it around to test drive it. It was on empty anyway. Well, I guess it wasn't out yet, but I didn't know how I was going to put gas in it. But I didn't say anything. I just said, God, I am so grateful. I am so thankful for this gift. And you know, the seller said, I want to get in on this. I never leave a car with an empty take. He pulled out his billfold, and he handed me $20. 
When I got back to that car, I cried. He didn't know I had four pennies, but I did. The home that I have, when I um, went to buy it, I had no money for a home. I worked for a year and a half, two jobs, to save for a down payment. My father financed it, and after six years of paying payments, my father passed away, and it became my inheritance. Thank you, Jesus. I've known poverty. I've known wealth. And it's important to be a good steward of what we're giving. You know, it's hard to make end meets month to month. And yet, when you have a lot of money, there's an awesome responsibility. The first thing I wanted to do, my father wasn't a tither. And I wanted what he gave me or left me to, I wanted to tithe out of it right away. And I'll never forget that day. I was leading worship, I think, and I forgot to bring the tithe. And so when I went out to my van, I saw it was on the dash. So I ran back in the church, and Joyce was in the office, which is now the kitchen. And I said, Joyce, Joyce, and I think I was shaking, because <laughs> I'd never given this much money in my life. <laughs> And I said, Joyce, Joyce, I've got to give my tithe today. It's important. Will you take it for me? It was $10,000. That's how God blesses. You know, and it's so important to release it out for the work of the Lord. My banker said they should have given me my own pew. <laughs> <laughs> I came to Bemidji with $90 in my pocket. I was 23 years old, and I had a four-year-old boy and a dog. <laughs> and you know, God has always supplied our needs, sometimes our wants and desires of the heart. I had told you about the worship miracle that happened when Julie and I were leading worship at a globe. That woman spoke yesterday, so I got to meet her for the first time. Actually, her husband did the speaking because she doesn't remember anything. <laughs> but it's a miracle of God. We all have miracles. We all have blessings. As you give to God today, consider his goodness to you. Give thanks. Give generously because he's generous to us. We need to let the river of his love flow through us. His fire ignite and flow through you and me for God's glory. So I just want to pray this prayer. Father, we come to you today with tithes and offerings and what you've given to us. We want to give to further your kingdom that this church would flourish, that we could handle the great amount of people that are going to come in here and be a part of what you're doing. So, Lord, bless our offerings and tithes today. 
And I want to stand on the word of God that says that God wants you to have an abundant life. And so in the name of Jesus Christ, I release your abundance. I release your abundance from God, from heaven, onto earth to come into your household. And I ask you, Father, to um, send forth the host of angels to war in the heavenlies over every person that is listening to this. War over their lives and bring the abundance forth. Remove the obstacles in the way that your people, your church may prosper as you intended. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Arliss. I beat you up here, honey. So today we're going to... Okay, go for it. Also with the offering today, we we're receiving offerings for the Northwoods Pregnancy Center today. And so for that, if you're doing a check, you can just indicate it in the memo, but also maybe put it in an offering envelope. And uh, this is for our Northwoods Pregnancy Center here in Bemidji. Uh, so that would be what I had there. That's it? Yeah, that's it. So we're continuing today from um, a message that Steve, we started out, I think Steve had six pages of wonderful notes for Valentine's Day. And um, we shared together, and we still have some pages left. But I think after today, we'll still have some pages left, because he says, you take the lead. Oh, he's rearranging my notes. Okay. Whatever works. Whatever works. Because when I was just, I was looking at it, and this morning when I got up again, it's like, It's not all three pages, it's part of one. And I believe, thank you, Lord, it's going to be what he wants. And so from Steve's notes here, I have no clue which page this even was in your notes, but it starts out seven. Love is spelled T-I-M-E. And I saw that, and it's like, that's what triggered in me for Mother's Day, whatever. I mean, just think of it, moms. How, how much time <laughs> we invest um, being a wife, mother. I mean, it's, there's a lot from the first thing of carrying a baby in our womb, delivering, and then the whole, as the years go by, and um, so love is spelled time, T-I-M-E, and then time for one another, time with one another. We're talking about healthy relationships. And um, time together, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, as well as physically. Those are really good notes, honey. Yeah. 
And then he has here time working together, time having leisurely time together, dates. Um, sometimes we need time alone. But as I was looking at that word time being repeated and uh, the thing of just uh, doing different things together, I was reminded of a picture book, and you can put up that first picture of uh, this picture book, Shutterfly picture book that our Joy Tiana, our oldest granddaughter, surprised us with for our anniversary in 2019. Because everything that was, I was looking at, I thought, well, we've got pictures. And I start looking through this. And um, this is what we want to share today. Well, actually, you're letting me share, right? Sure. And um, yeah, that's, that was on her cover. That shows our, our three children, their wonderful mates, and the seven grandkids. And um, going to the next picture. Yeah, love that. And then we'll go to the page with Joy Tiana. And Joy just shared, she was working with Pastor Dean on this. Um, when I knew this is what we wanted to try to use today, she took pictures of these pages and then began the process of texting and doing things with Pastor Dean to see if they could make it work. She told me today when we were talking to Pastor Dean there, trying it out, that each grandchild selected um, pictures and words that they wanted in this surprise book for us. So notice Joy Tiana, what she says, I love spending time with Grandma. The picture there shows her and I working at the Red Umbrella store. We worked there with Sarah. Oh yeah, she said she enjoys spending time with Grandpa, too. <laughs> we're going to include you. <laughs> so just as we're looking through this, the way that I spend, we spend time with each other or with our kids or grandkids, it may be different than how you spend time. I was thinking of the time I spent with my parents when we were growing up on the farm. I'll tell you, I don't remember the leisure time. <laughs> it was a dairy farm and cattle and pigs and chickens. Um, I was oldest of four girls. We ha had work. We had chores. And surprisingly, it was every day. And those cows, it was twice a day. And so, but I spent time with my parents on that farm, time working with them. And to me, even now, work is not a negative. As we'll be going through this picture book, you're going to see this thing with working together pop up more. Um, the next page, 
shows Emerson Andrew. What does he like to do? He likes fishing. Oh my. Since little, yeah. since very young, he's just got it in him, doesn't he, Grandpa Dan? And you're out there joining him a lot whenever you can. So he loves fishing. And there too, uh, recreation, your recreation, the way you spend time with one another or family members, it's probably very unique, very different, but very important. I noticed that yesterday when Zach brought their daughter, or his daughter, Annika, into the Red Umbrella store, they were on a date together. I love that, his teenage daughter. The next one is Elsie Clarin. She's, well, of course, she's got sports on. She's a sports gal, very um, much into sports. But then she says, helping grandma and grandpa with projects is fun. I like that, because that meant work. She said work is fun. She's scraping our old shed there. It was one of the only original buildings besides the old outdoor toilet that was on the property that Jerry and Joyce bought many years ago and it needed to be scraped because the grandkids were gonna help paint it. Um, the next one is Asher Harvard. He says, One of my favorite things to do with Grandpa is to play basketball, softball, football, whatever, <laughs> whatever ball. Usually a ball is involved. Yes. And I love how Steve, when our kids were growing up too with the boys, um, I don't think Sarah was into ball as much, but the boys, he was one that would take time with them. And I've seen that with um, uh, Andy, too, just working with the kids, throwing them the ball, pitching them the ball, or whatever. Um, I love that. The next one is Millie Clara. She says, I love spending time with Grandma and Grandpa. Now, they live in Bemidji, so they're not living right next to us or across the road from us, but when we get together with them or when they come out, it's special. That little bridge there is at Itasca State Park. We've gone there different times with the family. The next one is Penelope Paula. What does she say? I like to help Grandpa in the garden. Yes. And so um, time with Penny um, may involve, and I know it goes to her grandma Paula, her great-grandma Marilyn Glidden. She loves the dirt, the plants, doesn't she? The seeds. Huh? Yeah. Did she just help you do something lately, or was that joy? Oh, the onions. Did. Yeah, she did. I saw her out there. Yeah. yeah. And then she's by, Steve does his gardening in um, raised pot. That's 
barrels, old barrels, but he's also built some wonderful new ones. When these rot out, then he replaces them with treated wood raised bed gardening thing. Thyme, here's another one, Clementine Rose. Shows her at a party and she says, I love snuggle time with grandma. She did that a lot when she was younger too. Um, something Steve does, we'll get to another picture that shows this, the thing of reading together. You've really been good with doing that with the kids. And then Sarah, or Joy has in this book, family time is the best time. And then she's gonna show you some of our fun family memories. I love this next one. Notice Steve, this is at the art gallery. He's wearing moose antlers. <laughs> now you might think that doesn't sound like a lot of fun taking grandkids to a art museum. It is fun. I love doing that. As an artist, I want my grandkids to be aware of the different kinds of art, but I love that picture. <laughs> we also, quite often, we're at the fair, see Smokey the Bear, and the other one is, where is that one from? Big chunk of smell. Oh, cement. that's by the green mill there, the old, the oh, old yeah. mill. Yeah. yeah, yes. I think that comes up later, too. The next, and then she shows lake time. Because we're privileged to live on a lake next to Andy and Jennifer, lots of lake time. I love the one that shows Mama Pomp out on the pontoon with us that day. Fishing, playing in the sand. That's Emerson with the big, Emerson or Asher with the big fish? Asher. Asher, yep. And we've lived there on Gall Lake for 43 years. Then the next thing is called the bridge tradition. Do you know how many years ago we started that? Spending time with the grandkids. What we do is um, years ago we just offered to our children and their mates for once the kids all got out of school for every Thursday, the whole day, if all seven grandkids could be with us, we'll watch them. We'll, you know, have them at our place. And uh, we started years ago uh, to do walk over that bridge in Nymore. And the reason is Sarah and I and Joy and Elsie would go there to work at Red Umbrella while they were building it. We saw the whole process, and I just made the statement to the girls. I said, when it's done, we're gonna walk over that bridge. And so they got done, and uh, uh, I think Emerson and Asher found out, well, they want to walk over the br bridge. And so we did that, and, but somehow in there, we ended up getting pizza afterwards. It wasn't just, walking over the bridge, and then the tradition was, and after the pizza, you gotta have ice cream. <laughs> so that's the full story of the bridge tradition. And what we do is 
Before we would walk, we'd go to the bathroom there at Green Mill. Got to use the bathroom before we walked the trail. And we would take the picture from youngest to oldest. The next page shows, well, one of them is here at church. I think that was we were getting ready for a wedding or something. But the two, the diagonal ones, you see the grandkids. This is at Green Mill. It's when we were getting our pizza there after walking the bridge. And we had the whole, that dining room to ourselves because we try to get there at 11 o'clock sharp. So we're the very first ones there. Um, this is when the floss dance was so in. Does anyone know that? We should have the kids here to demonstrate. How many of you know the floss dance? Yeah, there's some that know that. Anyway, uh, some of the grandkids were experts at doing the floss. So while we were waiting for pizza to come, they got out and they just start doing the dance there because they play music too in Green Mill. The waitress even joined in that day. I loved it. We had lots of fun. Bottom one is at the fair. Then we love Thursday get-togethers. That's the spot we sit for having our noon lunch together. Lakeside. Then I get to the part. Projects. It doesn't say work projects, but that's what it is. That's something I have personally wanted to instill in every one of my grandkids, that it's good to work together, but it can be fun to work together. So one of the projects, the bigger picture you see, they continue to scrape and sand down that old shed. They did a wonderful job of painting it. But the picture up on the far left, that little one there, we had a big project all the broken cement sidewalk needed to be taken out to make way for Dane Johnson to build a boardwalk, treated wood boardwalk for us. And, and the grandkids know I keep work gloves for them in their sizes. So they're wearing their work gloves. And this year I just showed the kids, I says, I got some new ones for you. Um, the one is a huge tomato plant, cherry tomato plant. All of them are trying to help Grandpa pick the tomatoes and then brush. Typically when they come on a Thursday, if the weather's right, one of the first things they do is they have to pick up sticks over the whole yard. And um, next one shows golf cart rides. Now that's not work, that's fun. And the one on the bottom is uh, playing baseball here at the Diamond in 10 Strike. But there's a story behind the one that shows the Beltrami electric truck, is that? Mm -hmm. Can you tell them about that, what that guy was doing? Or don't you remember? Well, he cut down a tree that was hanging over an electric wire. Yeah. Is that all you're going to say? Well, I'm not sure what you want. It was a huge, tall tree, but it was so full of woodpecker holes. I mean, it was getting dangerous, yeah. right? Pileated so, woodpecker was doing a number on that tree. Oh, he did. So anyway, and it was by the wire. That was a Thursday when this, these two guys came out, 
And it, it turned to be a, a school project type thing. Before they put anyone up in that bucket thing, you know, they raised the bucket to the top of the tree. Um, we went out to talk to him, and it was a man who had worked for this company many, many years. He was close to retirement, and he was training in a young man who'd never done this particular project before. And from the distance, we'd go to the end of the garage and we'd listen. He was explaining. He was encouraging. At one point, we even heard him say, as the young man was climbing into that bucket, you can do it. You can do it. And so we watched that whole thing, and it was a good lesson. I'm going to say one thing yes. here. Okay. <laughs> this picture of the golf cart is on there, and uh, that's something that we've done with the grandkids. Mom's on there too. And his mom on there too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is first Mother's Day that mom is in heaven, and yes. we're. Isn't it wonderful to know that our and others of you have that too? That our loved ones, we know where they are and we're going to see them again. We're going to see them. But uh, in fact, that was one of the last things mom did. She went on a golf cart ride, I mean, out at our house, and uh, went around on there. But one of the things is, you know, we're talking about time, our love spelled T-I-M-E. And the thing is, when you make time to be, and it may be work, I know with Joyce, with her family, a lot of it was, it was working together. Mm -hmm. I think you remember one time you went to a lake fishing or something, right? Uh, two times. Two, two times. But, uh, but still, it was time together and impartation and just realizing what happens when you're together with your kids or grandkids or whoever it is. And like this man was teaching this new man how to cut down a tree like in a situation like that but with a golf cart I've had a thing I don't know I just thought whenever I have one of the grandkids ride with me and now some of them actually drive the golf cart and I ride with them but it's a thing we come to the edge of our driveway look both ways twice or stop and then look both ways twice You know, it's just something that we've been, I've instilled in them ever since they were just little, very small. And, and I've thought different times, I wonder if they're really getting this, you know, are they going to get this? And uh, let me tell you, they get it. Things that we instill in children and that we teach them, little teaching moments. Um, Nellie Smith, who some of you remember, uh, we had her graveside service yesterday, and my sisters Julie and Chris came along to help at the graveside in Nebish. And we had to drop Julie, or Julie had to pick up her car here at the church. And um, then, then Chris and I continued on back to our house. Afterwards. 
after, this was after the the funeral or the memorial service there, and uh, Chris and I were riding along probably 30 miles an hour on the gravel road there, somewhere around there, and all of a sudden there was a four-wheeler that was impossible to miss in my mind. I think Chris agrees. I mean, it was just, we figured later that that person was going maybe 30 miles an hour and, and it was bl blocked. There was a garage, there were trees you couldn't see. It was blind. From a driveway? From a driveway. And uh, somehow the angels of the Lord helped us, I know. I mean, I swerved, to be honest, we have different accounts on which way the four-wheeler went on which side of us. I'm, um, Chris thinks it went on around us like this, and we went this way and missed. But here's what happened, is that, and I believe this was a God appointment too, you know, and you know, you think all these, these years, is it doing something when I say, look both ways twice, stop, and then look both ways twice, and then go on the road. Uh, and so it just so happened, Andy and Jennifer were coming with five of the grandkids. They were coming up here to play ball. And they were right, they were coming this way on the road. They saw everything. They saw it happen. And later that afternoon, I was sitting on the porch, well, having some devotions at our house. You didn't say what happened. They saw... Mints. Huh? You missed. Yeah. Oh, did I, didn't I say that? <laughs> yeah, we missed. We missed, somehow we missed the four-wheeler. And you know, you just think of that. We were going 30 miles an hour, he probably was. No helmet on, you know, no seat belt, of course. It could have been a life-changing thing for that young boy. And for all of us. But thank God for his help and his grace, his mercy. The Lord earlier this week had given me the word, I have you in my safekeeping. That's the word that I've been giving to a lot of people this week, safekeeping. You're in his safekeeping. You know, we had the word earlier, several months ago, that we are kept by his power. But this was the thing, safekeeping. And I want to tell you that, that you that this morning. But that's the thing, just to commit our day to the Lord before we begin, or even at night, you know, that's... Um, but anyway, okay, so I'm later on, and I stopped and we talked to, to Andy and Jennifer just a little bit, but then we, I went home, sitting on the porch, and here those same five grandkids all came up to where I was sitting there. And they started talking about what happened. You know what they said? I didn't even say it. They said, look both ways twice. Stop and look both ways twice. You know, they were, they were telling me, you know. And of course, I believe the Lord had that happen and they saw it that way as a great big exclamation point that they will never forget in their life, seeing their grandpa. 
Dodger, you know, in the car, dodging around, and Joyce said that she don't, didn't think she could get her hand in between where our car was and where the four-wheeler was. It was that close. I don't know. I can't remember. Maybe I closed my eyes, Chris. <laughs> Maybe I closed my eyes. Chris told me this morning, you know, I said, I didn't even get to say Jesus. It happened too quick. You know, she said, she said, gee, <laughs> I mean, it was just like that. I mean, there was no time. But, but, there, but from that, there's so many things you can impart in life to the grandkids. And, you know, and you have situations, I know. Some, this is a pretty dramatic one. But uh, there, there are things that when there's the time, it takes just time with them, to know them as persons, mm-hmm. as people, little people, or growing people, and they're not, they grow fast. But just to impart those things. Here's another thing we, we've done. Yes. <laughs> I see that picture there. You can go to the Christmas story one, the fair and the Christmas story. Yeah, the one shows all pictures at the fair, but then the next one, you tell them about that. Well, that, the Christmas story, that's one you can see you were laughing there. Because, <laughs> <laughs> but each year, I don't know how many years it was when Emerson and Joy were just old enough to read. Mm-hmm. And you could do this too, you know, you could, they just took the scripture of the Christmas story and printed it out big type and then like Emerson Joy, Emerson Joy, Emerson just worked with them to read those at our Christmas time. You know Christmas time is a great time to be together. The thing is we need to have Jesus be the focus and that's one way just to have them read and the reason we've had a thing every year that eventually Asher you know they all read now they're all reading with us, and they all do a great job. But Asher especially is laughing on this picture because it was his turn to read. And uh, it talks about, is it Simeon or Anna was of the tribe of Asher? And every time he would read his name, he would just start laughing. He couldn't finish the story, or he couldn't finish reading. And then we'd all start laughing. It was kind of a traditional thing there. But anyway, that's another thing we can do together. Steve also does that with the Easter story. We also have a children's book on heaven. And when someone special near and dear to us. Each grandchild reads certain parts of it with all the pictures, and it leads them through the thing of heaven and the thing with grieving. And then the last page just shows Joy has different things. Uh, We had a Christmas, around the world Christmas goodie thing here, and Joy and I were dressed in genuine Edgerton, Minnesota Dutch costumes. What did we serve? Balkenbrei. 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 Not everyone even wanted to taste that. No. 
Um, one time we took a trip with Sarah and Andrew and the girls to Mount Rushmore. Of course, the Christmas stockings, that's tradition. Um, and here's one they're sitting, I think, on Dave and Joan Pomp's steps. They have their Minnesota t-shirts on. And then, of course, pizza at the Green Mill. Enjoy added bread. Let me tell you, it really helps when you go to Green Mill and you get free bread before the pizza comes. You won't believe how much bread we go through with those seven grandkids. <laughs> it helps. And then it shows Penny baking at church. That's with Grandpa's, was that zucchini? No, that was someone's rhubarb, rhubarb. So anyway, and um, thing of spending time together. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Every one of us, it's like you're giving us the gift of time. Sometimes it's time just for ourselves, time with someone else, time with groups of people, time here in fellowship, trips, just different things, sometimes working together. But we thank you, Father, for your gift of time to us. And I'm just going to close by sharing, I just listened to Joseph Prince when I was getting ready this morning, CD, and he says, don't waste your present moments. Realize the wisdom of present moment living. Right now living. Living the power of now. Then he concluded by saying, enjoy the present moment. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You help us to do that. In Jesus' I'll give name. One last comment. I see you have a note that she wrote this year from Grandma's Gleanings. That's what my mom wrote that book. She said, Jesus gave his time, T-I-M-E, and energy to relationships. And you know he does that today yep. with you. He gives his yes. time and his energy yes. to you and for you yes. today. He wants to spend time. He wants to spend all day with you and all night with you. Every minute of every day, just with him, with him. Hallelujah. Amen. That's it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Blessings on this mother. Oh, yeah, yes, there's we're announcements, announcements now. And Tim, there's you had more announcement. announcements, too. Yeah, Vicki, come on up. That's it's a good. good time for him. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have some announcements here before we finish. Thanks for... <laughs> yeah, say, um, Abby was going to give this announcement. We're, um, yeah, we're going to have a bridal shower for um, my future daughter-in-law, Mandy, Josiah's fiance, this Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. here at the church on May 11. And so you're welcome to come. 
and um, they're registered at Target. So um, I think I hopefully remembered what I was. Thank you, Vicki, for sharing Thank that. You. Hallelujah. Um, this Friday night at Gimmel Church, Gimmel, we have a, about a 90-minute worship set. Uh, miracles have been happening. It's just, if you love to worship, if you don't know where Gimmel is, it's just north of North Home. Please come. It's, uh, if you can come, it's incredible. Isn't it? <laughs> I don't know if I can explain what's happening in Bemidji except for March for Jesus, two weeks from yesterday, the 22nd of May, is going to be at a historical event in Bemidji, Minnesota. I'm certain of it. And I think you're going to want to be there. I think we have close to 27 churches, including 10 to 12 in the surrounding uh, 50, 60 miles of Bemidji. Um, it, it's incredible what's happening. Um, and so I just encourage you, if that day, if you can't come, please intercede and pray. Uh, the uphill climb against uh, COVID, I can't even tell you how difficult it's been. Um, but anyway, we fought through it. The city has been really good. It's just been, they don't know. And then all of a sudden, the mask mandate two days ago left outdoors. Somebody say, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, uh, oh, is that a... Is that a blessing to us? Incredible, incredible. And so, um, J.W. Smith School, there's flyers. If I don't have enough out there, I have some in the car, too. Oh, oh one other thing. If you can't walk a mile and, a, and three-tenths, I talked to the National March for Jesus guy, and he says in 40 years, uh, 30 years ago when they did it for 10 years in a row, they never heard this before. We have two horse-drawn carriages, which we're going to people that can't walk, um, it's going to be really beautiful for horses, three sets of horses, um, and so about 50 people can ride on that, that can't walk. So that's going to be awesome. I don't even know how to explain it. Revival, it's just going to be a happening. March for Jesus, May 22nd. Please, please come. That's right. awesome. Amen. Awesome. Thank you. And then just a couple more announcements and... You got a song for us, you say? You have a song for us? Well, you can sing a song if you want in a minute here. <laughs> Take advantage of that while we can here when you're here. So Linnea has been sharing about an encounter, it's called, and it's Unleashing Your Identity in Christ, and that's this Saturday coming up. This coming Saturday at 12.30 to 5.30, it's at River City Church. Right, Linnea? And Linnea's gonna have a part in that. She's gonna be bringing a teaching in that. Um, so. March for Jesus. Okay, I think we got everything. Do you have something to share, a song? Do you have a song to share? Um, I could play a song. <laughs> Why don't you play and you can sing too if you want. Sure. <laughs> Why don't you do that? I need one second. Praise your Lord. Boy. 
stripped away And I simply come Long just to bring Something that's worth That will bless your heart I'll bring you more than a song For a song in itself Is not what you have required You search much deeper within Than the way things appear You're looking into my opportunity father in Jesus name we pray we lift up before you Josiah and Mandy we know that you have brought together Lord you knew from even before they were born that you would have them meet there in the cities school and Lord that you're bringing them together now to the place where they will become husband and wife. And Lord, we pray for your blessing, your favor, your protection, your provision, your direction, your great grace, your health to be upon them for all of the days of their lives together. And we pray 
these days right now, from now till that wedding day, your hand of protection. For they, Josiah and Mandy, are in your safe keeping. They are in your safe keeping. That's where they are. They're kept by your power unto salvation by faith. And so, Lord, we thank you for helping them and their parents with all the details of the wedding and all that needs to transpire. We place it all in your hands. But then, yes, that whole time of their lives together as Mr. and Mrs. And everyone in agreement said, Amen. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Praise God. Well, you're dismissed, but Josiah, you can play as long as you like. (laughs) That's good.